Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. In this episode, I speak with Helen Maffini, the author of two books and the Fly It Quiet Travel and Educational Packs. Helen has run several global online summits on mindfulness for educators and parents. She has managed to turn her love for mindfulness with preschool children into a thriving online business. In this episode, we talk about how Helen runs her online courses business, how she created her successful online summits, reaching more than 23 different countries. And of course, we also talk about the art of upselling. Let's dive right in. So hello, Helen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you, Helen. I am really excited because I know that a lot of the people in our audience are going to be really interested in hearing about your story, how you created your online business, and while well, you are doing so many different things today. So, but I leave, I leave this to you. Would you like to tell us about your journey? Sure. So I um, started out as a, as a teacher and then a school principal and kind of um, started working as a consultant. So I was doing a lot of offline work and had created my own company um, doing that. But uh, I was traveling a lot, which I love, but it, I was trying to think, you know, how can I reach more people? I, I have a really strong mission of helping children uh, with their well-being and mental health. And um, so I was I started looking at how I could bring uh, my business online to reach more people. So I uh, set up, I started running summits, um, which has been really, I just love doing them. They're uh, being super successful for me in my business um, and then developed some online courses for teachers and for parents that I now sell online. I still do some of the offline consulting, um, but uh, I'm very location independent and um, uh, yeah, finding a good, a good balance with, with everything. Excellent. And I believe you're also multi-passionate. So you do serve different audiences at the same time. How do you manage very that? Very healthy <laughs> um, You know, I also, yes, I have a travel business and I also have an English language coaching business, uh, uh, business working on things like mindset, self-sabotage. Um, I just ran a self-sabotage course recently um, and then uh, my education work. And I think... Um, for me, it works. I um, I can get distracted uh, very easily, and then I I push my um, distraction onto another one of the projects. So I'm always kind of involved. I I do have a big support team of um, VAs, and my sister works with me as well. Um, so it it is working. I know some people think, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> Can you do anything when um, it's like that? But a lot of my businesses, the travel and the English are 100% automated. So it's really just keeping up. Um, and, you know, I have somebody that replies to email, so there's not really much to do. It's um, just a bit of marketing and um, adding content now and then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. Wow. So automated businesses. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So how does an automated business run? For instance, are you selling a product, um, something that's a digital product perhaps? So you just have to market it and it delivers itself? Yes. So we have, um, uh, for the English language site, for example, uh, they can join a membership which has lots of different videos and uh, worksheets and things inside of it to help the children of different age groups learn English. It's really targeted to a Hong Kong market um, and it all just um, delivers, you know, people pay and they get their login is sent to them automatically. We don't generally hear uh, much back um, unless, you know, a question or something arises. Then we also have lots of different books like exam skill preparation and things like that, that again, just automatically go out with uh, when people purchase. That's great. So you've created a membership site, which is automated, uh, which actually sounds like music to my ears because there has been quite a wave of new membership sites lately. And one of the things actually that has made me hold back, because I have had some clients that said, oh, you need to have a membership site because we want to hang around. <laughs> and right. I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work, but you make it sound really easy. <laughs> and I love well, it, I think the setup is a lot of work, but then it's not too much, uh, too much work after. And what we did is some of the other products can only be accessed if you're a member. So it's not like we have to constantly add new products. We have the, the, the reason people want to be a member so they can access some of the other products that are like exclusive. Um, oh. Yeah, and with my travel website as well, it's um, automated it's affiliate payments and uh, there's a product that's like an ebook about for like a travel journal for kids that's just sent out. Um, automatically so we only update that when we go on a trip and there's something to to put on there so, wow yeah. and there's something new excellent wow so automated businesses and i i know that another side of your business again is something that is on the rise recently and that is online summits so yeah. i'm very interested in that because i have seen a couple of your summits i've been to one of them uh, in its entirety. And I also know that there are people in my audience who have been to your summits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So I'd be really interested in hearing how this actually helped your business. You know, people say that it's good for list building. Um, is that what you found? Yeah. Did it help you? Yeah, I think, um, you know, my main business is the education business of yes. the mindfulness and wellness uh, business for children. And uh, I have to say summits have been a game changer in that business. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing when I started my summit, my first summit. I think it was four years ago now. I just, you know, decided, hey, I should run a summit and, um, and figured it out. But now I have it into a really well-oiled machine. So uh, the workload is much, much less. Um, it's kind of rinse and repeat, but it's, been is it's great for so many things first of all for list building I mean you can get thousands of people on your list in a three-day summit or a five-day summit um, and they're you know your ideal clients right they signed up for um, exactly what you're what you're offering it also it has been really great in helping to connect 
me to kind of the influencers or the important people in my field. So I've got to interview basically all my heroes and, um, you know, my favorite book authors and researchers and, um, and things like that. So I think uh, that's been really wonderful and it's led to multiple partnerships and other products that I've collaborated on with those people. Um, so that also is good for my credibility and kind of in, increases my authority in my niche, I think. Um, and uh, of course, you can bring in some income with, uh, with the summit as well, depending on how you manage the upsells and things like that. So uh, for me, I just, I, I learn so much doing every summit that I do. Um, and it's such a great way to interact with your audience, to connect with people. We have a really global audience. I think we're up to 73 countries that are wow. uh, part of our audience now. And, and so it's wonderful to be able to, uh, to have that connection with people. Excellent. There's a couple of things that I'm really curious about. And I know I'm always trying to um, see how we can, we can help our audience maybe have the same success that you've had. When it comes to picking the topic of your summit, is it, you know, is there, is there a formula? Is there a way of going about it to make sure that the people who attend the summit are actually really your direct ideal client? Yes. Definitely. I think um, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make when they do a summit is it's kind of all over the place and includes like things that I don't even see how they go together sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. So I do super, super niche summits. So uh, as I mentioned, a lot of my work is in uh, the area of mindfulness. So that's way too broad for a summit. So I would do, for example, a I just did one last week on preschool neuroscience. Um, so that's a very niche target audience, um, uh, mostly teachers and uh, psychologists and uh, counselors and people working with children at kind of in the three to seven year old uh, age range, some parents as well, but you know, it's a pretty tight um, subject. I, I have another summit coming up at the end of this month, um, uh, mindfulness and nature-based education, which is targeting a K to 12 uh, teacher, um, and looking at how nature-based education is brought in, in inside schools and how we can bring children outside schools and bring in the benefits of nature-based education. So it's they're always very um, very niche. We have another one that I'm partnered with somebody on uh, looking at how COVID has affected uh, schools and how mindfulness might help. Uh, um, this is a global one. So we're interviewing people from 40 different countries wow. um, who are kind of leaders in mindfulness to see what happened. Did something happen on a government level? Did individual schools decide what to do, what worked, what didn't work and things like that. So. I think the niche is really, really important um, to get the people to join because if it's too broad, mm. it just kind of molds in with all the other stuff and, right. um, and then people won't be that excited to attend it because they want to come for a really specific thing and get a specific action or 
strategy or tool out of your summit, right? So, um, yeah, niching has been really important. Wow. So, yeah, so niching is definitely key. So when we, when we pick a title for our target audience, we need to make it very, very specific to tell them who they are. For instance, if, if you work with coaches, you, you need to put coaches in your title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is and great. And it seems like you see some like social media, but I mean, that's just so broad, right? Like, yes, um, and you see uh, so much. We're like, yeah. we're like business, entre- online business. Um, yes. Like, what is, what is that? <laughs> yeah, um, so I think, yeah, really, really uh, pick. People don't like to niche, um, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't like to niche either, but I have to say, niching has actually been the thing that's really worked well across all the businesses that I have. So, yes, and the second thing I wanted to ask you about, Helen, is um, the upsells. You mentioned upsells before when you were talking about summits, and of course, that's a very important part of monetizing and, you know, getting money back for the effort you've put in. So how do you recommend working out the upsells? Yeah, so um, what I do is I offer um, the recordings and I I only offer them for a year. I know a lot of people do lifetime, uh, but I for me, I don't want to promise something for a lifetime. I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen next year, never mind. <laughs> you know, so I think a year is reasonable and I've never actually had any comment about that. So I offer all the recordings Mm -hmm. in kind of like a little membership site for a year. I throw in a couple of bonuses, which might be maybe videos from an older summit or some um, PDFs that I had uh, created. Um, So there's a little bit more value in there. And I start off um, with a very low early bird price, usually $69. And then as it gets closer to the summit, that moves up to $99. Um, during the summit, it will go to 129. Um, generally, people buy a summit um, early. Uh, yeah. Once you hit the summit day, there's only a few sales, so it's more they're purchasing before the summit. But another thing I did to increase my revenue was, and I didn't always do this, but I've been doing it the last probably couple of years, is I created an order bump. Um, so when they do purchase the summit I have a a low price product of like $37 or uh, $49 something that's my that I already have um, and that's kind of linked so for example I have a mindfulness presentation kit I have a calm corner kit for classrooms a calm corner kit for homes things like that Mm -hmm. Um, so and what I found is almost I would say um 85% of people buy that order bump. <laughs> wow. I was like, why haven't I always that's been really doing high? This, right? <laughs> um and, and yeah, it's crazy, right? And then mm-hmm. um and then on the actual live summit, I also, you know, put purchase my course. Um so if, if it's more aimed at teachers, I'll put my teacher course. If it's more aimed at parents, I'll of my parenting course and that's just like buttons that are on the on the page so people can uh, click and then in all my emails I put you know PS if you'd like to know more about this course click here so I 
generate um, sales from from my courses that way as well. So. Excellent. Wow. Sounds really, really great. So, okay. So the courses, um, you've just basically positioned them to go hand in hand with the summit. And what kind of price points are we, are we talking about for an upsell? Yeah. So for that, so for these little upsells, they're between 27 and $49. And then my course, uh, my course, right now is $2.99 for teachers. Uh, it's going to be $3.49 soon, but um, that's a 10-week. It's also mostly automated. We do do a little bit of live, but it, there's not too much live in it. And then, um, and then the parenting course is $3.49. Excellent. Wow. So, yes, it sounds like a great, great price range, actually, to be working yeah. at. And of course, it really it fits the target audience as well, because different audiences um, are going to have different prices. Wow. So I think the next step is is something our audience is going to love. Um, we all wouldn't know more, but unfortunately, we're running out of time. Um, but Helen has actually a resource that we can use. And it's her, her summit, summit uh, roadmap, right? You yes. call it the summit roadmap. So you have um, done what you preach, basically, and you've turned it into a little, little small program. I would like to tell us more about the program so that if anyone's interested in creating a summit, maybe they can, they can go and grab it from the show yes. notes. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, I get asked all the time how do I do the summits I I do five six summits a year so I'm I'm, I'm I love summits wow <laughs> um, that's anyway. a lot so, um but I found you know that was taking quite a lot of time and so I created a small product it's very inexpensive it's 37 dollars which are the six steps to plan a five-day summit um in takes about eight weeks to uh get the summit ready to launch um of course it can be a bit shorter if it's a, a three-day summit um and then uh there's some other products that go with it like i have all my templates um for all the emails and social media that i use and then i have a a extra product that people can purchase which is how to keep reusing your summit and earning money from it and uh keep building that credibility and that um, authority in your niche way after the summit's done because you don't want to put all the work into a summit and then five days later that's the end of it um, but I think I've done so many I've got a really smooth system now so basically I'm just sharing that system with uh, people who want to put on a summit themselves. Excellent wow that sounds really great I think you know I'm I myself, I'm very grateful that you're offering this product because I am going to go and nab it. <laughs> um, it ha actually, uh, a summit has been on my bucket list for a long time and it's something I'll probably tackle next year. <laughs> yeah, it's really a great uh, experience. So, um, yeah, if anyone wants to check it out, it's superchargersummitroadmap.com and um yeah, basically just explain what I'm doing. <laughs> Excellent. So that's that's very easy to find. It's superchargeyoursummitroadmap.com. And yeah. we will also add that to our show notes so that people can go and click on it yeah. and find it easily. 
And Helen, thank you so much for being with us. I'm sure that people have found this really, really useful. And I'm really uh, grateful that you shared so much with us in such a short time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. It was really lovely speaking with you. Thank you for listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback or a question, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.